Now, back to your tech report. We are back in your tech report. Thank you guys so much for being here and along for the ride. An exciting interview lined up. Before I get to it, I want to remind you that if you want to connect on all our social media, it is at your tech report. Our next guest comes from a company that is turning 53 this year. They may have turned 53. We'll find out in just a moment. And that company is Hisense, a brand that has been around, as you know, for a long time. Number one TV brand in China, South Africa. They've won several awards, most recently Best of CES, CES 2019 Best 4K Ultra HD Projector, Best Value for the Money, uh, Editor's Choice Awards, and so much more. Lindsay Takashima is the Vice President of Sales. Welcome to your tech report. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you for having me, Mark. 53 years, that's a pretty big accomplishment when you come to think of the lifespan of any consumer electronics company uh, globally these days. It's pretty big, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It certainly is. I mean, we started our, our business, uh, yeah, almost 53 years ago, back in 1969, just building radios in China and then uh, quickly evolved to televisions. And so even though we may be relatively new to the Canadian marketplace, uh, we have been building TVs for uh, an extensive period of time. So we pretty much know what we're doing. And uh, we're pretty proud this year because we're actually celebrating our 10th uh, anniversary of being uh, in Canada. So uh, pretty exciting times for us, along with some of the other things that we're going to be marketing for 2022. We are also the key sponsor for the World Cup in Qatar later this year at the end of the year, starting in November. So, yeah, a lot of exciting things. And hopefully, uh, you know, go go Canada, go as far as the men's (laughs) soccer team. Be great for them to be in it because uh, I think it uh, brings the country together. I think this, you know, this is this time of year is a really fun one, especially given the fact the Olympics are on. We've got Super Bowl weekend coming up. We've just finished up the NHL All Star weekend. So when it comes to home theater TVs and a company like Hisense, this must be like the pot of gold for you guys. Yeah, it is. It's uh, you know, it's kind of like uh, you know, all every all the moons aligning at once, and a lot of things happening. And certainly with the you know advent of, of larger TV panels. Um, becoming more and more popular, particularly, you know, 65 inch and 75 all the way to 85. And, you know, one of the technologies that we brought into the market a number of years ago, and we've, you know, got the most patents on is a a product called Laser TV. And uh, these are ultra short throw projectors that uh, can provide, you know, an immersive technology, you know, or experience. We've got 100 inch screens and 120 inch screens. And so, you know, think of watching the big game, the Olympics, hockey, you know, the fact that, you know, uh, basketball, Fred Van Vliet's going to be in the all-star game this year, uh, this year. So uh, a lot of things happening for sure. You know, there was, and, a, um, there, there, was there was definitely a time where I, you know, I think you'd say, hundred inch screen or anything bigger than that and people would say, Well, you can't you can't have quality at that size screen or you need to spend, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to have some kind of complicated home theater setup. That has changed pretty dramatically. And I think thanks to your patents, hasn't it? Yeah, it, it has. And uh, we've been at the forefront of this uh, this uh, technology. It is based on laser technology. So unlike your typical overhead type projector that, you know, has a high intensity discharge bulb that Know, has a lifespan of maybe you know anywhere from three to five thousand hours. Uh, with our laser technology, uh, we can give you twenty five thousand hours of use out of the device. So that is a lot of you know a lot of movies, a lot of sports. And the fact that um, what we introduced last year was a triple color laser. So we actually have three uh, colored lasers: red, green, blue. 
um, to create all the colors within the spectrum. So with that, uh, get a really bright picture because it's a short distance uh, projector. It's projecting only, you know, it's only sitting about a foot away from the screen. Uh, you don't have to worry about, you know, when people get up and move in front of you that you're going to see shadows, of, you know, uh, going across the screen because exactly. the projector sits so close to it. And uh, to your point, yeah, it's 100 inch. It's very bright. Uh, people can watch it even during the daytime. You don't necessarily have to have it in your basement. And um, people will be pleasantly surprised. A lot of people are actually pleasantly surprised. And we've won a number of awards over the past year. And uh, that has certainly uh, been kind of the tipping point for us where people are buying these uh, online and, you know, uh, very satisfied consumers, great reports, reviews, true reviews, because you see the people's basements and in and, and living rooms of what they've done to them and how they've converted them and, and how they're enjoying, uh, you know, their entertainment on a big screen. Yeah, Lindsay, let's rewind a bit of time. Let's go back to CES where it mm -hmm. doesn't seem that long ago, but it, sometimes it does seem like it was that long ago. Um, what was the what was kind of the the center stage <laughs> moment for you guys? Was it the laser? Was it the laser TV? I, I think so. I mean, laser TV, you know, this is again, you know, we we brought this out. We show we showcased this almost uh, well, actually seven years ago in 2015. And it was the first, you know, really kind of showcase in, in North America. And it was only a 1080p uh, projector at the time. And now we've uh, migrated to 4K because everything is, you know, kind of going that way for large screens. And um, we just keep upping the ante by bringing out um, new innovative um, technology in this category. And, uh, and you know, our, our, our awards, awards have, you know, they pretty much speak for themselves. And um, so, you know, everybody's talking about a 75 inch or an 85 inch panel, which is great. There's no doubt about it. It just depends on the application, but truly if you wanna, you know, bring that, you know, that uh, theater home, uh, this is really the route to go 100 inch or 120 inch screen. Like I was saying, it's, it's pretty immersive and um, a lot of satisfied customers so far. Yeah. You know, I have to talk, you know, I get a little selfish here because I'm, I'm, I'm building my home theater room over on the other side of this wall that you can't see right now because we're on the radio. And, uh, <laughs> and I was waiting for this particular interview to, to kind of understand more about the technology and decide what I was going to go do, whether it was going to be a flat panel or whether I was going to do the projection. Does it, does this work um, a rear projection as well? Like if I wanted to put up a screen and have it behind it, could that work? Ideally it, it, it could, but it's not really recommended. And this doesn't really I'll, matter because people did that because of exactly what we were talking about, the shadow effect and people walking correct. by. It really doesn't make a difference at that point. You're absolutely right. Uh, that's that's the main reason why um, that it, it's, it's not as critical um, to have it behind it. And in fact, the screens that we bundle with the projector, they are designed specifically to uh, reduce or absorb ambient room light from lights okay. ahead uh, above. So it actually also improves the overall picture quality. So um, that's one of the reasons they one of the other aspects that uh, we really like or I like personally because um, I do own one myself. And um, you know, unlike uh, flat panel TV sets, um, if you have lamps on in the room or some sunlight coming through, you're gonna generally see quite a reflection off the screen. Whereas this type of product, um, it's dramatically reduced. And in some cases you don't, you won't see, you know, lamps, in, you know, in the background 
uh, reflecting back at your eyes. You see, I wasn't and, even aware that the screen was included in the package here. Yeah. Yeah, we figured that, uh, you know, from our standpoint, we'd rather, you know, rather than taking, you know, taking the guesswork out of the, you know, the customer's uh, purchasing decision, you know, yeah. about, you know, buying a projector and then thinking about, okay, what kind of a screen do I need and and such, we've, we've taken that guesswork out and just bundle it all up. Um, these the, the screens you have to assemble, it takes a little while, but be patient, um, you know, preferably you need two people to do it properly and, you uh, you get it set up and it's well worth it because at the end, at the end of it all, when it's uh, fired up and you're watching it, you can really appreciate the value of the screen because the screen is very important to the overall picture quality that you're going to see. Definitely. Talk, talk to me about some of the relationships you guys have uh, with the, whether it be Android TV or Roku. How has that changed the experience of watching television? Because I know that these are nice mature ecosystems and, and operating systems, and they really have kind of turned around the way we experience television. Yeah, it certainly has. I mean, you, if you look back from, you know, 10, 15 years ago and how we uh, consumed content, very, very different, you know, like, you know, it used to be packaged goods or, or through your cable. And nowadays it's, you know, streaming content and there's various providers, uh, you know, such as you mentioned Roku, and then there's Android or Google TV, you could say. And essentially, you know, they, they provide the apps that you, uh, you know, popular apps that most consumers will want to watch. Uh, obviously, they have to subscribe to. There's a lot of free channels or free content available. Uh, and, you know, it comes down to personal choice. Um, and, you know, Netflix is Netflix, whether it's on, you know, a Google TV yeah. or Android TV or whether it's on Roku. And, and Netflix is Netflix, same as, same as YouTube. So it's really just the delivery method. One of the things that uh, we've also done as an organization, um, we also have our own operating system called Vita, and um, uh, we used to actually have a office in Toronto, uh, just outside of Toronto and Oakville, and they were the you know kind of the laboratory to build the operating system for all of the high sense TVs that had this operating system around the world. So whether you were in China or in North America, that operating system originated out of our office in Oakville. Unfortunately, we kind of outgrew that space and uh, we moved everybody down to our, or most people um, moved down to our uh, Atlanta office, which is a larger space. But um, the one thing that um, you know we're keen on as an organization is our R&D doesn't just sit within um, China. It, we have uh, design centers and research and development centers all around the world because it's important that if you're going to be a global company, you got to have to understand uh, it's a global market and every market uh, has its subtle nuances or, you know, uh, significant uh, differences from one country to another. And so we try to develop all of our products to accommodate uh, the various countries or continents around the globe. You know, Hisense is a brand, I think, when I think about Hisense, I think about the incredible build quality, of course, and the experience. Um, you know, looking at just just pricing-wise, how on earth is a 50-inch 50, 50 4K Ultra HD smart TV under $500? How, how does that happen? Because I think back, and I remember buying my first 52-inch Sharp Aquos I think it was it was a plasma. No, it wasn't plasma. It was no, LCD. No, it was LCD. Yeah. It was LCD. And I remember number one, it weighed 175 pounds easily. There was no way one person could handle that. 
and I remember hanging it to the wall. I had to make sure that not only did it hit studs, but it had to have brick in there just to hang <laughs> on my wall. Uh, and the price tag was, I mean, at that point when I bought it, I think about twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, that, that that's a reasonable price because uh, <laughs> when when flat panel first came out, um, yeah, it was even more than that. Um, so yes, uh, it, it it's the evolution of of uh, consumer electronics. You know, uh, I don't know too many industries where the product gets better and less expensive, yeah. you know, and I've always kind of said that there are, really aren't too many industries like that. I mean, if only cars and groceries were like that, I, I'd probably be about 20 pounds heavier and I'd have a car for every day of the week. But unfortunately, that's not the case. And um, it, it's really just the fact that when you look at how things were built, there's always economies of scale as well, like, you know, supply and demand. But a lot of it is about the advancement of technology. And I, and I guess computers would probably be the next closest thing when you compare uh, a, a TV set and to what you're referring to. That if you looked at a computer, you know, 10 years ago and the capacity, you know, whether it's the memory, the speed, you know, the size and what you're looking at today, a lot of it has to do with um, panel manufacturing costs have come down and that's one factor, one major factor for the price of the product coming down. The other thing was also, I would say, the advent of LEDs to control the backlight within yeah. the back of the set. Uh, those have come down dramatically in cost. And then the other thing is um, when it comes down to chips, and even though, you know, more recently in the last year or so, you know, there's been a lot of uh, articles written uh, about the chip supply being tight and all that. And, um, other than, you know, that anomaly that's just kind of cropped up. Um, when we first were building TVs, you might have had, say, you know, six or seven major chips on the board. And the following year, you could maybe condense it down to five chips, right? Because the chips can do more uh, calculations and such. They could, they could process more. And then slowly, you know, you get down to three and down to two and then down to one. So this is how you can be able to uh, reduce your costs. And uh, and then again, as I mentioned, it's, you know, the supply and demand, the scale. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. You know, yeah. we're sitting here about, you know, 15 minutes into our conversation, and we've really spoken only about one in, one product in particular, which was, of course, the, the, the laser TV. But, I mean, obviously people are getting a good understanding of the company and the, and the methodology behind it. What were some of the other items on display at CES this year? I know we talk, you know, there's definitely sound bars, which really – kind of round out that home theater experience, but what else was kind of like your, your high profile stuff that people were really paying attention to? Well, we're still, you know, uh, you know, uh, obviously we sell a lot more TVs than we do laser, you know, televisions and such our, our projectors and such. So, uh, you know, our TVs are second to none in many aspects. We've improved the quality. We're getting great uh, reviews on that. Uh, there's a number of good reputable sites that, you know, just test the product and get very in-depth. And over the last few years, uh, we've really elevated our game. And, um, you know, we're putting a pretty big push against some of our major competitors. And um, one of the highlights for our product is not only do we perform well, but we offer really good value for the performance that you're getting. And um, one of the areas that's really grown in the last year is uh, QLED, quantum dot 
um, LED TV sets. And so for 2022, we're going to have three series. We're going to add another one near the end of the year, but uh, primarily the three series this year, um, we're going to have multiple sizes ranging from 50 all the way up to 85 inch. And uh, with Quantum Dot, the advantage of this is not only do you get a brighter picture, but you get a wider color of spectrum. So you, you're going to see a lot more colors that are visible to the human eye. And it just makes, you know, the, the you know, watching your uh, favorite programming that's that much more enjoyable because of the color spectrum that these sets can reproduce. And um, that's really our, you know, main focus in television is growing this QLED segment because it is a growing segment over the last uh, couple of years. In fact, I think last year it represented about 20, 10, just under 11% of the units sold uh, in 2021. And uh, that'll continue to grow. It'll probably get close to 14, maybe 15%. And we're finding that a lot of people in 2021 were, you know, because of the situation that we live in, um, they were prepared to, you know, spend a little bit more, get a little more, you know, bang for their buck and, and enjoy, you know, having to be, unfortunately, be at home more than they may want to be. Well, I definitely encourage everybody who's listening to take a look at Hisense, especially when, you know, you're shopping around for whether it's everything from home appliances to, to of course, the televisions and the beautiful laser technology. Uh, I cannot wait to get my hands on and, and probably throw one of those up on my side as well. Uh, Lindsay, thank you for so much for taking the time to join us. I can't wait to have you on again. That is Lindsay Takashima, Vice President of Sales over at Hisense. That's a wrap for us this week. Thank you guys for joining us this week on Your Tech Report. Again, if you're not already following us online, please do so. It is at Your Tech Report on all our social media, of course, in podcast form and the website, yourtechreport.com. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com. Do, did, Will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.